When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey! Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Producer Mike is with us. Hello, hello. What's up? Uh, Hey, uh, Rocco's going to join us at 1130 today. We'll play a little cover story together. Oh, play at home. I am terrible at this game. We need to ask Rocco about the... Mickey Mouse statues that have started popping up again where one of Mickey Mouse's hands is a lobster claw. Yes. Clomp. Clompity clomp clomp. Yeah. All right. We'll get to the bottom of that before we get out of here today. But in the meantime, it's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Okay, so I came across a list of stars who made it big after being rejected by American Idol. Oh, I I like this. I like this. I was not aware of this. This is just some of it. I think there's a much longer list. Let's make a list. list. Thank you. Um, Let me just start going down the list and then I'll, uh, if we have time, we'll add more. Uh, BB Rexa. She waited with her mom for 10 hours, but didn't make it through. And then 10 years later, she was mentoring contestants. Wow, that's cray, crazy. Cray. Maren Morris, she was rejected by both Idol and The Voice. She's really? a huge star right now. Wow. Let's, I did not. The, so far, those two, I did not know. I didn't either. Uh, Colby Calais. Oh. She admits she wasn't ready when she auditioned, and she was glad they turned her away. Wow. Wow. I want you to say wow after everything I say, Okay. Oh, have I said it a few times now? Yes. Sorry, I'm kind of... Um... No, I would like you to continue. All right, I'll do it more as Owen Wilson. I'll lean into okay, it. Okay, ready? <clears throat> M- <clears throat> Mickey Guyton. She was on season eight, but she got eliminated right before the live episodes. Wow. <laughs> Not a bad dog. Does make a better story. What are you talking about? Thank you. Wow, wow. Mary? Nope. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Mary. What's wow. Mary doing there with Owen Wilson? I don't know. Now I'm going through all of the micro ones that I know. I was uh, trying to figure out if I could do it as George W. Bush. Laura, wow. I don't know if he would have said wow or not. That's good. Colby Calais, name a song. 
Um, that cute one, like, and you wiggle your nose and the yeah. bloody nose and the da-da-da-da. We're going to give you credit for that one. Yeah. Thank you. And it starts in my nose. And yeah, it's so my cute. Wherever. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Uh, here's more. Okay. Hillary Scott from Lady A. Oh. She tried out twice, but never got to audition for the judges. Yeah, there's a bunch of producers that you have to make it past. Right. In order for that to happen. There's so much talent, though. It's got to be hard. I bet there are contestants who are next. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, I was warming up for my next. Wow, Donna. Sorry for committing to the craft, everyone. <clears throat> Go ahead. Amber Riley from Glee. I wonder who she is. I do, too. She auditioned when she was 17. She never got to sing for the judges either, but she did just win the Masked Singer. 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 Do you say singer? I don't know. Finger? Don't say that. So like that was a, we're talking about sing singer. The masked singer. You said singer. The masked singer. That's better, right? Okay, singer. Yeah. Finger. It's super approachable. Wait, oh sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank you. Naya Rivera. Oh yeah. And she passed. Uh Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, she auditioned with the Bee Gees song, Emotion, but she didn't make it past the first mm-hmm. round. She used the same song to audition for Glee with more success. Obviously, yeah. Hmm. Kane Brown, country artist, singers, um, sorry, producers rejected him because they didn't need another Scotty McCreary. Baby, love those doors and turn them loud and low. He then made it onto the X Factor, but he quit when they tried to make him join a boy band. Oh, boy. These are stars who were rejected by American Idol. Wow. Chrissy Metz. From This Is Us. Yes. She got one step away from being able to sing for the judges before she got cut. Wow. (laughs) It's crazy. I remember seeing Chrissy Metz in a... Las Vegas uh, store once. Oh, yeah? Yeah. She was on, uh, she was doing a show out there, Kelly and Ryan in Vegas, and I was out there, and then I like went into the, just like the little gift shop at the hotel. Oh, sure. And she was in there, and I was like, Did you say anything like that to her? No, I played it cool. Hmm. No, I started chanting, Toby's got to go be. Toby's got to go be. (laughs) Yeah, Donna. Yeah, he did need to go. No, he was great. No, he's that guy that you're like, oh, God, I, you know, I just got diagnosed with this awful disease. And here he is with a clown nose going, oh, You're like, that's not what I want right now. Stop. Stop trying to make a joke about everything. Oh, gosh, you are just so difficult. But not you, you know I'm I mean? talking about another Donna, yeah, okay, co-host. all right, forget it. Tori Kelly also did not make it, even though Simon Cowell called her voice almost annoying. <laughs> she did make it to the top 24. <laughs> Simon Cowell said that he was sort of put on, he put on, on Idol, the mean bit. Yeah, that's right. That it was hear. like, you know, they needed that, and he just leaned into it. And like, even the creators of the show said, yeah, you know, to his credit, he was willing to do whatever we asked him to do, and so he just sort of tapped into his unfiltered thoughts portion of his brain. Yep. And was like, all right, we'll do this. Yeah. Although he did sometimes, sometimes it was really sad. And I guess now that I have children, I have four kids, Donna, thank you for never asking about them. But my oldest daughter who really enjoys singing, I would, 
my heart would hurt if I ever saw someone speaking meanly, unnecessarily meanly to her in an audition. Although there were times that Simon would say like, okay, listen, you need to like your music instructor. She's not telling you the truth. And there's a little bit of that where you're like, you do sometimes have yes. And and these people sometimes were very delusional is not the right word, but let's use it. Okay. They were a bit delusional in thinking this is really my path. I've quit everything and I'm going to become a singer. And my music teacher, my vocal coach said that I've got what it takes. And he's like, no, honey, no, listen to me. Listen to Papa Simon. So there's an element of you need a truth speaker in your life. But there were times when it was like, oh, this you hurts. could temper that, you know, I, you know, on the voice, I feel like they do the complete opposite of that. They're going to find any nice way to take a horrible performance and compliment the person somehow. Sure. I don't think that's helping them. You don't have to be mean about it. You could be like, you know what? You are far from ready. Mm. I love your passion, but this is not your time. I I, I love the, the mixture of... Of uh, Lionel Richie, Katy Perry, and Luke Bryan. Yeah, I really great. like that. It's a yeah. great vibe. But I will say, Paula, Simon, and Randy, in the first handful of seasons on Idol, you really did get something out of every uh, everybody. Simon was just ruthless. And so that was, you had not heard that on television before. Paula was always just kind of like the nice aunt or your mother who was just really trying to make you feel okay. And Randy would split the difference. And so you got yeah. something different from everybody. And there was a real tune-in ability about that show early on because you were just you, you were gonna have all parts of your curiosity were going to be can I say assuaged? Sure. Is that a word? I don't know. It sounds like one. <laughs> Hang on. Assuaged. Assuaged. Is that a word? Assuaged. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it is. Really? Oh, yeah, and it means An to lessen the intensity. Feeling. Yeah. To pacify or quiet, yeah, your curiosity would be assuage, which, by the way, if you look at that, A-S-S-U-A-G-E sausage. looks like a word jumble of sausage. <laughs> it always I mean, comes back to all... the sausage. <sighs> what was Speaking the of other which, thing? Wait. I'm wearing, well, I'm wearing the knockoff cologne version of, of Sauvage. Sauvage, which we realized was just, you switch that V out to an S and it is Sausage. Because there's an S-A-U-V-A-G-E. Yes. And now if you just imagine Johnny Depp out there in the wilderness in the open Mesa, if you imagine instead that he's just trying to sell sausage. Okay, thanks for that. Let's give away a pair of tickets to see the Wild take on the Oilers. Monday, December 12th, 7 p.m. Caller 4-651-641-1071. Good luck to you. Make sure you can go on that date. It's December 12th. Call now, and uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about who is going to become <gasps> what? Who YouTube's first billionaire? We think there's someone well on their way. We'll also hear from Ashton Kutcher about waking up to a totally different reality one day. His health scare. Hear from him when we come back. Donna, Steve, my talk. Hi, it's us, Donna and Steve on my talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Hey, don't forget about our. Uh, 15th annual Santa project to benefit Ronald McDonald House Charities tomorrow, for example. We're going to be live at Twin Cities Closet Company over in Mound. And uh, you can come by during our broadcast or actually anytime during our promotion and bring a gift, a toy, 
a gift for kids of any age. Um, and we'll make sure they get to the families over at Ronald McDonald House. You can also drop toys at Twin Cities Closet Company's Minneapolis location oh, cool. as well. Uh, more details and a full broadcast schedule at mytuck1071.com, keyword Santa. But don't forget, tomorrow, if you're coming to hang with us, we are at the Mound location. And uh, it's going to be all sorts of fun. Listen, I don't know if they're providing donuts again, but I hope they are. Wow, Twin Cities Plaza I feel Company. like you're trying to leave them. So I would just like to say to the people, oh, I'm sorry. Did we just stimulate more donations? Because Twin Cities Plaza Company is probably going to provide donuts for people who come in. Mm. Well, if they don't, we will. That's not true. But we'll give them like a handshake and say, this is this is as good as a donut. <laughs> Our hands are cream filled like a Bavarian donut. They're flesh mitts. Donna. Sorry, I blew up too soon. Okay, uh, what do you want to start with here? I want to start with Ashton Kutcher. Um, if you see that way down there, Mike, uh, you got it. I don't know if you remember hearing about the medical scare. Did that he have he pancreatitis? Had. Was that him or is that somebody else making a movie? No, that's that's someone else. He had something called vasculitis oh sure yeah this is an autoimmune disease and it caused um, all sorts of symptoms when he suddenly woke up this was in 2019 he just recently ran the new york city marathon wow and felt really accomplished and thought if i can go out there and do that three years later um i can officially view my health scare as a thing of my past he's opening up about this on this new paramount plus series where he actually, Ashton Kutcher, sits down with his doctor, Dr. David Agus, I believe. And here he is uh, explaining a little bit of what it was like when he went from normal life to waking up and things were different. I woke up one day and like, was having vision issues, could hardly see, knocked out my hearing, which threw off my equilibrium and my balance, and I couldn't walk. And I had vasculitis that you're very well aware of. There's a standard you become accustomed to in your life, like being able to see clearly, like, and then suddenly you, get, you can't see, like you have this like occlusion and you get, like you can't see, and then <laughs> like, why are you not talking louder? Because I can't hear you. You want to reclaim the health that you once had. Wow. Sounds like a wow. scary thing that you go to bed and life is normal. And you wake up and your vision is blurred and you can't hear and your balance is off. And it was a year-long uh, battle that he had against that Wow, disease. that's a long time. Yeah, and uh, both the, the his doctor, who he's sitting down and talking with in this Paramount Plus series, um, the doctor and Ashton both give credit to Mila Kunis. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Ashton's wife, who just like curled up by his side, the doctor said it was such a beautiful thing to watch. Aww. And Ashton was like, yeah, she's the best. Um, but it was just, he's already said he felt lucky to be alive. 
um, in the aftermath of all that. And it's just a confusing disease and probably not one that you wake up feeling like you actually know what's going on, right? You just have sudden fear and what in the heck is my body shutting down what's going on here? And so... Anyway, um, Ashton Kutcher uh, now doing well, but talking about it. Um, just have to remember to, you know, appreciate the little things. I got up this morning. I did not want to get up. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to get up. Why do I have to get up? And I went, you know what? I get to get up. I get to, yeah. like, get out of bed and walk. And I get to go to a job that I love. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to just constantly remind yourself. Because nobody knows what tomorrow's going to bring. Right. And and for health in particular, think of anyone who is unable to get up and out of bed and move around freely and all that. If all you're complaining about are general aches and pains and, oh, but I feel a little groggy today and all that, count your blessings because the person who is bedridden or, you know, immobilized for some reason or another would do anything to have those aches and pains and to be, uh, you know, Walk around like that. I remember I used to um, work out at Bring It uh, Studios is what it was called at the time. It's since changed. But um, at the end of that, they w- we would work out and then we would like just say like a quick, we are grateful to be able to exercise. And I thought right. I've never heard anyone say that. And it's really true. If you can drag yourself to the gym, again, count your blessings. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad he's doing better, of course. Uh, Before we go to break, first of all, did we get a winner? We did. Uh, Congratulations to Darcy from Stacy. Not to be confused with Stacy from Darcy, but she (laughs) is going to the Minnesota Wild game. That is on on Monday. Yes, very exciting. They're taking on the Oilers. And then, Steve, do you have time to just... Tell us who's going to be the first YouTube billionaire. That Mr. Beast who keeps popping yeah, into news stories really? these past few uh, few weeks. He's so young. Uh, sat down with Forbes for their 30 Under 30 2023 issue. They believe he's already worth about $500 million. He's 24. Unbelievable. It's just crazy. And he's just, he says all he does is think about his business all day. He wakes up. He, sli- he's, he lives at the studio, literally has a room where he lives there. Wow. And it's just constantly thinking of what's the next thing he can do. And so, anyway, uh, don't sleep on these YouTube creators. He, they think, is already worth half a billion dollars. Well, I get to make nothing like that. You got to meet with your financial advisor yesterday, <laughs> did, right? James, did you end up great. crying like you usually say no, you do? No, I was better. <laughs> okay, I was good. Better. <laughs> That's good. 651-641-1071. Call now. You can play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge next. Good morning, you guys. Welcome back to the show. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, 1030. Every day we do this. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, producer Mike. I want to see how smart you are. Getting closer. Pretty close. Uh, so yeah, we are going to uh, play a little College of Pop Culture knowledge today, and our good friend Gary is going to be the one playing with us. Gary. Gary, what do you want? The moon, Gary? Well, hey there. Hey, how are you guys? We're great. Really how are you good, doing? Man. I'm doing great. Great. Where are you calling us from? You sound so awake and energetic. Oh, I'm just I'm just in the South Metro, out in the diner here. Okay. Oh, awesome. my gosh. Love a diner. Must be nice. Fancy. Got a big slice of cake in front of me. I'm ready to go. <laughs> That's right. 
Is it your birthday? No, uh, no. The cake okay. eater, Donna. You just eat it every day. Out okay, here. that's right. Mm-hmm. I, I got it. It took me a second. Sorry. <laughs> so she's doing fine today. We've had multiple purchases It just of this. took me a second. Okay. 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 All right. right, so this time of year, of course, we're going to mix in some uh, Christmas, some holiday flair, but I thought this list was pretty interesting. I put together a a list of movie flops, Christmas movie flops, so Mm. that's going to be the theme this time around. It's all going to be trivia based on some uh, movie flops associated with Christmas. So, Gary, who do you want to go with? Uh, I I, I adore... uh... Donna, but I'm going to go with Steve. Oh, my God, Gary, you made the right choice. (laughs) She doesn't watch any Christmas movies. (laughs) No, I don't. She's dead inside. All right. All right, Gary, we're going to put you back on hold. And, uh, Steve, we will get things started here. Again, this is College of Pop Culture Knowledge with the theme Christmas movie flops. We will start things off with this one. Despite having success playing the jolly one himself in the Santa Claus series, this actor and Jamie Lee Curtis could not create any magic in 2004's Christmas with the Cranks. Tim Allen. Who plays Santa Claus's brother in the 2007 star-studded box office flop, Fred Claus? Vince Vaughn. After Michael Keaton's character dies, his spirit enters a snowman in order to spend more time with his son in this terrible 1998 film that lost well over $50 million. Hmm. Michael Keaton lost over $50 million. He becomes a snowman. Uh, Jack Frost. Let's go back to the first one. Okay. Uh, despite having success playing the Jolly One himself in the Santa Claus series, this actor and Jamie okay, Lee yeah, Curtis. Okay, yeah, that's Tim Allen. Yep. Um, boy, yeah, Jack Frost? Is we'll uh, bring Gary up here and see if he has any uh, issues with uh, any of your answers. Gary, how do you think Steve did? Uh, really good. Okay. I, I, I think he got the first two. I'm sure on the t- Tim Allen, the third one is, is throwing me. Okay. And I, yeah. I think it is actually Jack Frost. That's the only thing that's coming to. I mean, obviously, a snowman. I, I can picture the the this the 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 you know the the this, the movie. I can picture the box, the video box. Oh man. Okay. All right. We're All gonna right. go with Jack. Let's stick with it. Let's stick with it. All right. We'll stick with that. Gary, you're gonna go back on hold. We will bring Donna in here. Donna, welcome back. Okay, I'm back. All right. How'd it go? Don't tell me. I don't care. Steve, right. how do you think it went? Okay. Uh, pretty well. We will get things started again. The theme this time is Christmas movie flops, and we'll start things off with number one. Uh, despite having success playing the Jolly One himself in the Santa Claus series, this actor and Jamie Lee Curtis cannot create any magic in 2004's Christmas with the Cranks. Uh, the actor is uh, Tim, what's his face? Tim Allen. Who played Santa Claus's brother in the 2007 star-studded box office flop, Fred Claus? Vince Vaughn? After Michael Keaton's character dies, his spirit enters a snowman in order to spend more time with his son in this terrible 1998 film that lost over $50 million. Oh, I saw this movie. What's it called? Oh, Six seconds. I don't know. It's called The Snowman Saga. The Snowman Saga. The Snowman Saga. <laughs> she started that word before the timer ran out, so we're going to give her credit for that. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Uh, we will go through these answers right here. The first one, I made it a long one just to confuse you a little bit. But, yeah, it's the guy who played the Santa Claus in the Santa Claus. And that, of course, is Tim Allen. You both knocked that one out of the park. Never saw it. Well oh, done. Thank you. Good. I was going to ask a more specific question about that movie, and I'm glad I didn't know. Me too, um, Mike. <laughs> who played Santa Claus's brother in the 2007 star-studded box office flop, Fred Claus? You both nailed it. It is yeah. Vince Vaughn. Yes! And Fred Claus features that line, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry That's from Christmas. that movie. 
And finally, after Michael Keaton's character dies, his spirit enters a snowman in order to spend more time with his son in this terrible 1998 film that lost well over $50 million. Took a second, but Steve came up with Jack Frost, and that Damn! is correct. Yeah. Not in the snowman saga, but I would love to watch that movie. Nice. <laughs> that wasn't a bad movie. You're not a bad it was like 25 on Rotten Tomatoes, and it was a budget of $100 million, and it made 35 Okay, so, so I, I guess it was bad. I yeah. stand corrected. Donna probably, look, she likes Jack Frost, uh, who I think is like a mean-spirited snowman, and she likes Bad Santa. The woman's oh, story is so predictable. Movie. Oh, my uh, God. Everybody watch Bad Santa. It's good. Not with the kids, though. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Gary. <laughs> Gary, you're there? the man. Congratulations. No. Hey, great job. You both are sharp. Aww, Gary, thanks, honest Gary. to goodness, you're. Are you calling us from another radio station? You sound really high quality. <laughs> yeah, what's going you're on? Kind. Do you have high ceilings? I, I'm just excited. You know, it's the holiday season. We're talking about Christmas movies. What's not to like? You don't even work for a living, do you, Gary? Yeah, Gary, you sound. Oh, I, you sus. sound loaded. You sound a little sus. <laughs> what, what do you do no for comment. a living? What do you do for a living? Uh, real estate. Oh, Gary oh, Bear. Gary. It's, it's a slow probably... time of year, but surprisingly busy right now. So, oh, wow. Listen, and I bet in your life with that voice, you've slung so many houses left and right, bro. You don't even know what to do with those commission checks. <laughs> I wish. I wish I, it was that easy. All right. Well, you All sound right. good. Well, it sounds like you need it, and you, you have too. a new well, My I Talk love, shirt. Love the show. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you, Gary. Uh, Thanks Gary. for calling in. Hang on, Hang on for Gary. your shirt. Yeah, okay, there you yeah. There you go, Mike. Gare. <laughs> hey, what? I said Gare. Gare. Hey, Gare. Hey, Gare. Hey, Gare. Not Gar. Gar. I have an uncle Gar. He's Some the one people you... say Gary. Gary? Gary. I say Gary. 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 Not, it's not Gary, like you say it. It's Gary, right in the middle. Not Gary, not Gary. Gary, get me some orange juice on your way to Florida. Oh, would you, Gary? Time for a tip. <sighs> Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Because he's on the phone. It's All okay. Right, it's fine. He's new here. He's really good, though, right? Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, I'm on the phone, but I can hear you talking about Oh, sorry, not you. Sorry. It's a no, totally different, different, different guy, Mike. Mike. You don't Dude, know him. So God, vain. wow. Get over yourself. Um, I have in front of me three steps to give someone a compliment that they will actually appreciate upon oh. receiving. Okay. <laughs> we're, so we're about to learn from Donna how to give compliments. <laughs> I didn't say I came up with it. I'm just the messenger. I just like that you are the vessel. Thank you. No one's ever called me a vessel before. <laughs> <laughs> compliment accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, Here here's what you should do to give someone a compliment they'll appreciate. First thing you should do is use their name. Okay, seems basic, but you need to be like, Gary... You sound really smart. Gary? You have a beautiful voice. Tell we us just more about that. your voice. Uh, we said a variety of those kinds of things yeah, to Gary just well. now. I think we did well. Gary's a humble guy. Um, when you use someone's name in a compliment, it sends a signal that you're tailoring the compliment to them and not just blurting out, nice top. You know what I mean? Yes. Thank you. Yeah, I guess in a compliment that works. If someone uses my name too many times mid-conversation after we've already established eye contact and that, well, it's just the two of us, uh, that makes me feel weird. Yeah, you don't want to say someone, even after learning their name, 
you don't always want to say their name after knowing them for two years. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, there's people around here who I just learned their name. I'm not going to just start saying, good morning, Bob. Have a great day, Bob. Hey, Bob, how are you? You got to throw in some generic, like, hey, Bob. You know? Hey, how yeah. are you today? Well, imagine I was at a I was at a coffee once with a guy, and midway through, it's just the two of us. We had known each other for a long time. Oh, it's clear. And midway through, multiple times, he had said, "Steve, you know what's interesting about that?" And I was like, "You know, don't, don't." <laughs> how to win friends and influence people? Me right now, okay? You can tell he's got the book in his car. Yes, yes, <laughs> and ultimately he's gonna try signing me up for something yeah for sure anyway the second thing you should do first use their name second make that compliment specific like instead of saying you look nice today say that color is great on you you should wear that more often Mm. it really brings out your eyes thanks yeah that's good and finally three steps to giving someone a compliment don't praise and run when you give a compliment, stick around, ask a follow-up question, then listen to the answer. That shows the person you're sincere in what you said, and you might even want to learn from them. Oh, okay. So let me put that one into practice. Okay. Wow, Donna, that blue looks really nice on you. You should wear that color more often. Um, now you say something. I'm wearing brown. Ah. <laughs> well... Good day, my lady. <laughs> I don't know if we did that right. No, your middle shirt is blue. It's gray. Is that right? Yes. I think that cardigan could probably make a new friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I get so many compliments. This is a Ralph, man. This is a nice cardigan. You know what, though? I listen. You're just I'm sick. Tell- I, listen. I'm, I, I have like five outfits I put in rotation. <laughs> For the entire work. Uh, yeah, Dawn has know, been granimaling career. her way through her <laughs> radio career. Um, listen, I'll tell you what people have told me, and, and I'm I'm not doing myself any favors right now, to be sure, so the same could be said. But like the neutral, the, the, the sort of flesh-toned neutral thing, whereas I was imagining as you were talking about color, like if that was like a hot pink, sure. you, you probably with your skin type, and sort of the hollow, vacant look in your eyes. I bet jewel tones would really work. Okay, I'll try that. I do have some purple and some emeralds and things like that. They they made they outlawed sweaters for me on on Twin Cities Live that I thought I looked great in, what did and they, they were like, say? "These look bad on you. They blend in with your skin. You oh. become just one big vanilla blah." Sure. Yeah, like some people don't want to wear like melon colored stuff with their skin because it'll wash you out. I would think I would do well with melon. Melon? No, you need. Are you thinking like watermelon? I'm thinking like salmon. That's not a melon. (laughs) Different color name. You know, like pale. I hate pastels. I'm I think a pastel a would work well on you. If you if I put you in a pastel purple, I mean No, you're wrong. Like a lilac. I don't think I'm wrong. I'm gonna go. Where? Um we're gonna come back though. All right. I don't know. Um oh Steve, you've got gift ideas for the person who has everything. I need to hear this. Okay, yeah, and I got this from the New York Times, and guess what? They didn't put up a paywall. 
Here's oh. hoping that the link works a second time. If it doesn't, we'll take your calls on whatever. Okay. That when we come back, Donna and Steve, you're listening to my talk. Good morning and welcome back. And thank you for listening to our show. It is the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. You've joined us on a big day where every other minute we give out a used Rawlings baseball. I don't know why he says these things. Sorry. I don't think legally. Oh. Oh, hey, everybody. It's Doris from Legal suddenly <laughs> telling me that what I just said is uh, Doris, technically don't a take breach his of garbage. Public airways. Doris is my girl. She's Doris. Great. She would if I ever got into like um, an alley fight. D Bone Doris from Legal would be there immediately Are with we some sort of like a chain. Do you think we could go ahead? We should talk to Doris from Legal about going ahead. What? Why are what? you What are you going to say? What do you I want to go say? ahead with our show segment called What Do You Do Here? No, this has been shot down. Listen. I want to know what people do We started here. cold calling people and it was met with uh, some pushback. No, we'll give them a heads up. Is it okay to call you today? We'll send an email the day before. All right, Mike, you're in charge of these emails. I love it. Let's all right. And then, now Mike um, is all in. And then we... Send them an email and say, we're going to call you. Is it okay to call you tomorrow? Please respond. So we need to call Doris first from a legal standpoint to find out? I don't know. You just miss Doris, don't you? Kind of. Listen. I love Doris. She is, and this is what the vanity uh, uh, license plate says, a BA notary. And that's what it says. And she's notary public. And get out of her way, man. She'll stamp the bejesus out of documents. Yes, Donna. Okay, so... Do you realize how many people work here? Over five hundred. It seems like there's only like ten of us, right? I this heard is it's like over five hundred. Oh my god! Okay, so this is like the TV show Severance. They are unaware of all these other departments, and then they go, they take a walk down the hall where they're not allowed to go, they're not supposed to go, and they look, and there's like sixty people working on something in a department they didn't even know existed. That's like why get, we need to know. Can we get Amy Bone on the phone? Bone on the phone. Yeah, what that she could do be here? a new segment. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, let's get if we can call. Do you know Amy's uh, thing extension? Um, I could find out for you. Why don't, yeah, find it and tell it to Mike because here's what we could. I think Amy Bone, who works in our building in some sort of position where she knows things, I bet she knows how many people work in the building. It well, can't be five hundred. What does That's she insanity. do here? It's probably like eighty. No. Five. Well, I don't know if that just means right here in the Twin Cities or what. Yeah, her extension isn't showing up. Oh, yep, it is. Uh, nope, that's Brian's. I gotta go. No, there's. I mean, I got you here. What right? are we doing? Oh, dang it! I wanted to talk to Amy. <laughs> Amy, will you just call us? Amy, come on, Doris. Somebody call us six five one six four one one zero seven one. And now, gift ideas from the New York Times for the person who has everything. I'm okay. gonna rattle these off quickly. I'll link it up. Look it up. Yeah, can I guess some? Book. Thanks. What did you say? Book. Not that I saw on the list. Really? Well, huh. a notebook. But that's not a book that you read. This is a book that you write in. Fine. A papier notebook. $30 at the time of publication. Sure, they've got all their thoughts in a Google Doc, but nothing beats the analog pleasure of writing in a notebook. Nothing? I can think of a couple things right off the bat that outdo writing on paper in the pleasure department. 
(laughs) (laughs) Who's writing this article? In the pleasure department. (laughs) (laughs) They said nothing beats the analog pleasure of writing in a notebook. I, I... I get it, but I understand where other people would not get it. I think we have a caller on the line. Please tell me it's the bone on the phone. Oh! Bone on the phone. Who do okay. we have, Mike? Is that Amy by any chance? It's, it's not, Amy. actually. Crap. We just got random people calling in, thanks to, thanks to oh, you. Oh, is it for so. the gifts? Gift ideas. <laughs> yeah. Do they have any, what do they have to say? Uh, I don't know. Let's pull, uh, let's All pull right. one up here. Who do you have a name? Uh, who's this? It's Justin, the donut guy. Hey, oh. Justin! Jay, what What's it do? Going on? Come on, man. Uh, honestly, I just called because I heard you guys were looking for donuts. So I was like, ding, let's go bring you some donuts tomorrow. Oh, it's so far away for you, though, I think. It's in Mound. We're in Mound tomorrow. Uh, that means nothing. I just want to bring you guys some donuts. <laughs> oh, my Listen, God. we shouldn't stand in the way of this, Donna, because even if we don't eat all of them, the people who come to see us the will donors. enjoy them. Well, listen, we're going to be at Twin Cities Closet Company in Mound from 9 until noon tomorrow, live on the air. And it is open to the public. And, Justin, let me remind you, you are indeed a member of the public. And so if you want to come and bless us with donuts, you think we're going to stand in the way of that custody goodness? Uh Uh-uh. Well, I I just wanted to say what's up to Steve in person, that's all. But I'll bring donuts for sure. Let's get it going, man. And I'm Donna, Donna Valentine. Donna can take what? a picture of us. <laughs> yeah, great. Let's do it. Well, yes. yeah, absolutely, too. But, I mean, as long as nobody's allergic to peanut butter and bacon, I got it. No, huh? All right. Bring Let's it on, it. man. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Just, right. we don't Thanks, even tell us when you're coming. Just surprise us, okay? And before Justin, Bye, I, Justin. I, I accidentally hung up on Andrea, so she's mad and she called oh, back okay. in. So. Yeah, oh, she's all right, on the Andrea. Phone. Yeah. Andrea. All right, we're talking there. to a ticked-off Andrea. Hi, Andrea. Sorry you're so mad. What's on your mind? Oh, I'm not mad. I was just calling. You said to have somebody call in, so I'm calling in. This isn't it's Bone a... on the phone. Listen. <laughs> Andrea, though. But yeah, we're looking for Bone on the phone, which could be a great segment where we talk to Amy Bone, who works here in the building. I agree. Um, I Andrea, agree. I, I love the idea. Stay on the line, and I'll tell you about another gift idea for the person who has everything from the New York Times uh, list. The Z-Roll Original Ice Cream Scoop, Z-E-R-O-L-L, Z-Roll, I don't know, 25 bucks. Oh. It heats up with your hand and yes. gets through hard ice cream. Awesome. Okay. Hey, what another if, phone call? What if Amy's last name is actually Bonet and we're doing I've this thought, whole bone phone thing? No, I've always thought it was Bonet because her first name is spelled A-I-M-E-E. So in my head, I've always pronounced it Amy Bonet. Maybe it's, it's Amy Bonet. Fancy. A May Bonet on the phone. Hey. Uh, hey, girl. Hi. Right. You want to get to another call? Um, I think uh, we'll check with Mike. Now, a passport okay. cover is something that you oh, can get. Oh, that's cute. Or, or luggage tags are nice. Um, you could do that. Class pass is a way of telling one of your loved ones that they're out of shape. If you've heard them complaining, saying, oh, I wish I was moving more and had a class to get into, class pass vouchers mm. get you into a variety of classes mm. in most major cities. What, you'd be offended by that, Donna? I thought it was a way to tell that somebody passed. Um, yeah, I'd be a little offended. I'd be like, um, okay, here's a diet program. Did you think class pass mm. was like someone you graduated high school with is now dead? You're the first to know? I don't know. Maybe. I think that doctors need to, if they could only (laughs) access someone's soul, because that's what I feel most of the tar buildup is. Tar buildup. Thank you. I'm having a root canal today. I'm sorry. I get to have a root canal today. (laughs) That's right. You have dental. That's right. Thank Um, you.
You know, believe it or not, we think that the show could even get a little worse. And we'll give it a whirl in the third hour. We've got movie news coming your way. Adam Sandler, something very relatable, I think, happened to Adam Sandler. We'll tell you about it when we come back.